Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. It is gift giving season. Time to book some hunts and time to buy some swag. Jeff, we don't, there's no more room to book hunts unless you're doing it for well, 2023. I've got some January dates I still can work in. I could do a couple of pheasant hunts around Christmas time, but yes, we are pretty much to the max. But if you go to stanfieldhunting.com and you go to store. Now we do have swag. We have swag for sale on the site. We've got a ton of swag left for Christmas. If you want to get it shipped to you, guaranteed to be there by Christmas, I have no idea when that is, but I would get done in the next week or two. Do it now. Stanfieldhoney.com and go to go to the store, and you can check out right there. You pay right there through credit card, PayPal, whatever you want to do, and you can pay right there, and it shipped directly, and we ship every two days. So go to stanfieldhunting.com. Easy enough. Next, we are brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's how we start our day out here every single day. The Missouri Boat Ride Blend is our coffee of choice. And let me tell you, we're going through a lot of it right now, and everybody is excited about it. Now, listen, there's a couple ways that you can save. You can get, you can sign up for their subscription services. Uh, coffee will automatically deliver to your door. You can save 20% off at checkout by signing up for the subscription service. Or you can use the promo code BIGHONKER, and you can save yourself 15% off at purchase. It makes a great stocking stuffer. Get you a couple pounds for that loved one that's coffee lover. Easy present. Dad would rather have that than a tie. 100%. Get him some coffee, something like that. Coffee's so. the new cigar. I'm telling you right now, as a dad, if someone sends you some coffee, you're going to be like, hey, I got that coffee. I'm going to go make me a cup of coffee. Do it. You appreciate it. Yes. You appreciate it. Cigars so, are out. Coffee's in. There's a couple ways to save. Go to dirty.coffee.com right now. Uh, we are also brought to you by Double T British Kennels. Another great little thing. Puppies make cute presents. Oh, best present in the world. And if you really, if you have an ex, if you have an ex-wife and she's got custody of the kids, there's no way, better way to piss her off than buying her by a puppy. I'm, I'm honest. That's honest to God right, truth. Yeah. Really want to piss off your ex by the kids a puppy. And the kids are the kids are going to look at you like you're the coming of Christ whenever That's right. you hand them that puppy. So Double T British Kennels has dogs uh, of every shape and size, started dogs, puppies. Uh, they they got it all. So go check them out. Double T British Kennels. It would make a great Christmas present. I, I'm just telling you. Out of this world. Also, we're brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. The uh, Into the Vault sale is closing soon. So you need to go through there and see if there's anything that you want to make a bid on. I've got a bid in right now, and it looks like I might win this son of a bitch, Jeff. So, so what'd, you, what'd you buy? Don't worry about it. I don't want to jinx okay. it, and I don't want people is hearing this. Is it a Christmas this. gift for me? No, it's not well, at all. Damn. It's going to go in the podcast room. So uh, check out Into the Vault. And listen, if, if you ever want to feel good about giving money to an organization, 85 cents out of every dollar that is raised from Ducks Unlimited goes right back into Habitat. They're a great organization, and they know how to spend their money wisely. So support them, because they help the duck numbers more than anything. And we need that. Uh, also, we are brought to you by the Hunt Proof app. We're right in the middle of waterfowl season here in the southern part of the country. And I am filling up the Hunt Proof app. It is an easy way to electronically log your hunts. You can put pictures at the end. It tracks the weather for you. It's a great, uh, it's a great journaling method. There is a free version and there is a paid version. Don't be a tight ass by the paid. <laughs> So there you go. But either way, download the Hunt Proof app and start logging your hunts because there's going to come a time in your life where you're going to you're going to want to tell your grandkids about how big of a badass you are killing ducks and geese. This will be the proof. Yep. And trust me, I went back and found some old stuff that I had written down years ago. Didn't kill near the birds I thought I had. The glory days were not, not, not all, as glorious as I thought they were. Not always that good. Nope. So get it. And then uh, when somebody calls bullshit, you can prove them wrong. We're also brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. They have a Patreon site. You can go to their Patreon account, uh, give a little bit of money, and you will have their entire library. The bourbon reviews, uh, the debauchery that goes on over there, Logan and Rebel are great, great guys. 
and we will see them, I guess, in a couple weeks. But you can uh, subscribe to their Patreon account, and you can get the whole the whole library. It makes a long road trip even better. So go check them out at uh, Looking Glass Podcast on Patreon right now. Also, we're brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties. If you've got uh, something in mind that you want to see built that's going to change the waterfowl world, go to Alpha Outdoor Specialties. You can send them uh, kind of what you have in mind. And they'll build it for you. Makers of the Stanfield Stool. Uh, but they are a great company. And they got a lot of cool things coming out to uh, revolutionize the waterfowl industry. Also brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. You're talking about another great little gift. Bangtail Whiskey is not for the faint of heart. Bangtail embodies a select few who believe in hard work and relish in the opportunity to take a step back to enjoy the fruits of their labor. Whether relaxing for a midweek swaller or communing on the weekend with quality people bangtail is sure to provide a truly unique and tasteful experience time and time again with deep southern roots bangtail provides a first class handcrafted whiskey experience pour a jigger of bangtail and enjoy must be 21 years or older to enjoy but dad or have a cousin dad and yeah that alcoholic uncle Mm. he wants bangtail so get him that and watch him get drunk. Coffee and, and make coffee and whiskey. That's the best gifts there are for him. Put them yeah. together. Yep. Put them together and make it through the holiday seasons. Uh, we are also brought to you by Shin Gear Waiters. They're not just a waiter company anymore, ladies and gentlemen. They are changing the waterproof. Uh, they got a waterproof jacket out. I got it last week, and I am sad to say that I had to use it a lot earlier than I thought, meaning I had to use it, period. Uh, but do not like hunting in the rain, but you stay dry. I did stay dry the entire time. And their secret product that's coming out that maybe not that might not be so secret anymore. It also kept me dry. So listen, if it's if you're hunting anywhere near water, sheet water, rain, whatever, Shin Gear has got a product that will keep you dry. And that is the most important thing out there because I can be cold or I can be wet, but I don't want to be both at the same time. Their waders are out of this world. The boots are phenomenal on the waders. Comfortable, comfortable stuff, and uh, they're a great company. Proud to be associated with them. So check them out at shingear.com. Also, we are brought to you by Lucky Duck. The best spinners on the market and the best blinds that are on the market. The Lucky Duck 2x4 blind fits four grown men. We got crane hunts coming up this weekend. We're going to throw those tops on them, and we're going to be invisible. And then the duck hunters are going to use duck spinners, and they've got something for everybody. So not just waterfowl hunters. They've also varmint. got a great varmint line, coyotes. Dog crate. Thing. Dog crates, five-star crash test rated. I mean, you could spend your whole Christmas allowance over there at Lucky Duck. So go check them out. They've got incredible products. LuckyDuck.com. Also, we are brought to you by Pacific Calls. You can use the promo code BHP25. that saves 25% off at checkout. My favorite lesser call, my favorite Canada call, period, the BA lesser call. It rips. It's got a lot of low-end volume, and it's fast response, high pitch, and it's what you need for lessers. Uh, The PCD is my favorite duck call on this entire planet. Single read, screams at them. You're not going to find a better duck call anywhere. So go check them out at PacificCustomCalls.com. Use the promo code, save 25% off. And get a couple stocking stuffers for those uh, people that you love the most and save a little bit of money. We're men of the people here. We're saving you money. PacificCustomCalls.com. Also, we are brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. I hope that you took advantage of the Black Friday and Cyber Monday sale. If you did not, you still need... Get the first aid trauma kit. The field trauma kit. It's got everything you need. Stop bleeding, warm up a dog, cool down a dog or person... 
Uh, it's got gauze, it's got scissors, it's got, uh, staplers in it. So like it's got everything that you need. Alex Mm -hmm. is a retired first responder and he knows what you need to stay safe. And so when you buy the spouse, the puppy with the, for the kids, get them a field trauma kit to get the field trauma kit. I use the uh, quick release system every single morning. I hook Lou in and it's easy to use. He doesn't go anywhere until I want him to go somewhere. And, uh, yeah, that's just the way that we do things. So no matter how qualified your dog is, accidents happen, dogs break. So get the field, get the field trauma kit and then get the quick release system. And they've got a lot of other good stuff for dogs. So just go check them out. Uh, gun dog outdoors. Also brought to you by the best silhouettes on the market. Dive bomb industries. They've changed the game. Skinnies are back in style silhouettes. It's the way to go. We use them every single day out here. And it keeps, it's an easy way to keep your trailer organized, get the bags, they pack up perfectly. Many days, it makes the life so much easier. It really does. It really does. You can throw five dozen over your, you can throw 10 dozen, uh, five dozen in each bag right over your shoulder, walk on out there. So, I mean, you basically can carry an entire spread with two or three people. Yeah, bad water, bad, bad road days, you can get into places, you're not rutting up stuff, good way to go. Divebombindustries.com. Also, we're brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Bismuth, copper-plated bismuth is the way to go. Uh, Pretty much everybody out here shoots it, and nobody has ever complained that Boss Shot Shells does not deliver. It's a great product made right here in America, made by great people. Uh, Brandon, Zach, Lee, they're all cream of the crop. And Don't forget Dirk. Don't forget Dirk, the man that makes the engine run up there at Boss Shot Shells, but it's great. Less cripples this way. Shoot once and uh, be done with it. BossShotShells.com. They've got an incredible social media game, and they've got uh, amazing swag if you just want a hoodie or something like that. So go check them out at BossShotShells.com. And our newest, our newest sponsor, Mossberg. Stepped up for the Gold Star Kids, provided guns for them. Proud to have them part of Season 2 of the First Family of Waterfowl and to have them part of the Big Honker Podcast. Yep, we are, we've been shooting the... 940 Waterfowl. And it is, it's a great gun. It's a, it's a smooth shooting gun. And, uh, I really, really like it so far. It's held up to the test. Listen, I've always said, if you want to test a product or a shotgun or something new that you want to sell to the masses, torture test it out here in the sand and all, everything that we got out here. And so far they hadn't missed a beat. Nope. It saved two groups already when the guy's gun broke and then they started shooting a Mossberg. So <laughs> then it was saved the savior. So anyways, check out the 940 waterfowl gun from Mossberg. We appreciate all of our sponsors. Okay, boys and girls, this episode of the podcast, it's just Jeff and I, and we talk uh, way above our heads, Uh, talk about AI, uh, talk about football, which is kind of in our wheelhouse, but uh, anyway, interesting episode, a lot of interesting stuff going on in the world today, and uh, this is our take on it, so hope you enjoy it. Three, two, one. Boom! 
gentlemen, welcome to the Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by Pacific Calls. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world famous Andy Shaver. Oh, I'm 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 doing something right now. Um, what, are you, what are you doing? I've got a shirt idea. Ooh, cool. But hold on, hold on. Uh, so Pacific Calls. Uh, yes, you do need to go check them out. The BA Lester Call. I have ran it all year long, and I'm telling you what it. I've I've had a lot of calls in my time uh, on this planet in this game. And the B.A. Lesser call is the best. It's a short little call, but the way that you can it, can, it can, it covers a wide range of notes. So you got this real gravelly low end, and then you've got this great top end. Now, so go check them out, Pacific Custom Calls. But tell me what you think about this picture, Jeff. Hold on. I'll have to put it to I'm going to tell you also, too, guys, go check out our sponsors. We have Dirty Duck Coffee every morning here. We use the Hunt Proof app every day. We use the Gun Dog Outdoors in the blind, their blind bag, which I don't know. There's a trauma kit. I don't understand why people don't have that. I mean, every vehicle should have one in it. I mean, the Hunt Proof app, we use the shin gear all the time. We got all kinds of stuff to do. <laughs> what if we did that with uh, like a tank, like a tank top and have like this real cool like Miami Vice type colors <laughs> and welcome to the gun show across it? And like my, Miami, like real retro. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm embarrassed for him already. Welcome to the gun show, Tony style. <laughs> Let's let him lose another 40 pounds before we do that. No, I think of that picture right there. <laughs> nice, nice, uh, nice tank top. He still does have pretty good arms on him for someone that doesn't work out anymore. Welcome to the gun show, ladies. God almighty. Okay. We can get some miles out of this picture. Yeah, you have to go to YouTube see the picture we're talking about. If you haven't seen it, no, just go check out Tony's uh Tony's uh Facebook and <laughs> posting all these workout uh, videos and Oh my god. Getting in shape. Getting Last, in shape. Yeah, but go check out I'll uh actually I just plugged in the YouTube thing. So I gave the number one lock bet lock of the year yesterday to Logan Pike. What was that? I told him last night. I called him yesterday about 4 o'clock, and I said, I'm telling you right now, bet the farm on, the on Georgia and the over. Yeah. Said, bet the farm. I knew. 65 to 7. I was not expecting that. I figured Georgia was going to beat them by four touchdowns, but I didn't expect to be that way. They just, they're did more you think physical tennis, Did you think TCU would score points more than seven? Yeah. Or, is that about, or, or, did you, or were you thinking 35 to 7? I thought the final score would be somewhere around 42 to 14. Uh, 49 to 28, maybe. I figured they'd score some points. But I, that's what I thought. Physi I mean, they're just a more a more physical team. Everybody the said better Saban. recruits. I mean, they're all five-star kids. They just reload. I guess what's-his-name called Saban out and said right now that he Georgia did. wasn't in. I bet Saban did not like that. But, you know, like my mom's like, well, it's just I feel sorry for Saban. Saban should have won some more games. Mm -hmm. He controlled his own destiny. Every college football team controls their own destiny. TCU – Probably could beat everybody in the country except for Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. They probably could beat anybody else. I just think the Who'd difference they beat is to get there. They beat Michigan. You know, uh, they did beat Michigan, and they got all the breaks in the game. And, and Michigan had some bad turn. But, if, but, if they play Michigan five more times, if they played Michigan ten times, Michigan will win seven of ten. I think. Okay, I really do. I'd go with that. And and I'm I like TCU. I'm, I was proud of them. That's a hell of a deal where they it went is. to. It's a great, can, but. But Remember when like, Notre Dame got the shit beat out of them in the, a couple of years in a row? Well, in the college when Cincinnati football? went last year, everybody's making a big hoopla about Cincinnati going. And it's just 
the physical There's teams. powerhouses, people. Yes. It's not like basketball no. where you can be a lower seed, and but you have three seniors on there that are 23 or 24 <clears throat> years old, and you're playing against 18-year-old kids and 19-year-old kids at North Carolina and Duke. And, you know, so basketball is different. But I thought TCU had a hell of a year. The, the outcome is about what I thought they had. You know, that's what someone said. Would you rather be TCU and got beat by Michigan by one point or get you're embarrassed on national TV? I'd rather be in the big dance. No, I'd rather be Michigan. You would you? you all what you can always, what might have been, <laughs> might have been eighty five to three. So they're very happy. I did look at the preseason no. top twenty for next. I year. I think Michigan would have played a tougher game, don't you? Michigan matched up better with Georgia, right? And in Ohio State did. Ohio State athlete for athlete. Ohio State should have beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. They should have. I mean, so and thank God I ain't got to listen to Ohio State beating fucking TCU like that. But I don't think Ohio State would have beat TCU like that. I think Georgia played really bad against Ohio State. I think they were the better team. The SEC is a better football conference. 100%. And There's got to be a way to to not have this happen every year. What do you mean? We all knew what was going to like, I don't know. If we, I hate to I hate to say this, but like TCU fans like you should have known this was coming. They had a great year. They should be happy. Yeah, but do you think they should have been in the dance? Yeah. I don't. They beat Michigan. 65 to 7. They Jeff. beat Michigan. Eh, that's dumb. So you don't think they deserve to be there? No. Yes, I do. I don't. Who do you think should have been there instead of them then? Fuck, pick you somebody. Take four teams. Kansas State, I don't know. No. Pick somebody Kansas else. Kansas State got shit beat on by Alabama. I don't know. The, the, the deal Al- is... Put, they should have put Alabama in. I mean, if we're being honest... Alabama's one of the best four teams in the country. They Alabama might have won. Yes, but you can't do that. Well, but here's what's going to happen. It would have made for better football. They're going to go to eight teams next year, I think. When they do, and it all comes down to it, there's going to be two SEC Everybody's teams be playing each other every year for the national championship, just about. Probably, You're probably right. Because they're two, usually the two best teams. I want to know. What do you think LSU would have done if they'd have been in? I want to know what the viewership was. I wonder if that's been released yet. I didn't watch the game because I knew this was going to happen. I would not, did not even get involved. But look, here's the preseason top for next year. Michigan or Georgia, number one next year. They're going to have a quarterback that's under 35 next year, though. <laughs> Michigan, number two. Ohio State, three. Bama, four. Washington, five. TCU, six. Penn State, seven. LSU, eight. Clemson, nine. Notre Dame, 10. Oregon, 11. Tulane, 12. SC, 13. Florida State, Oregon State, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Kansas State, North Carolina, Ole Miss, all the way down to Oklahoma's the 25th team, and University of Texas San Antonio is 24th. But that'll all change a thousand times between now and then with the transfer portal, but that is interesting. Um, I'll talk about a few things too. I want to talk about uh, that. The I guess, kid. I guess it's not out yet. What What did you think about the Packers? Uh, they deserve what got what they had. Dropped too many passes. They. I told. I told you in the third quarter that they were going to lose the game. They were sloppy. They're playing. They're playing sloppy. They're playing undisciplined, uh, and they're not playing with any sense of urgency. You're down. I don't know how many. One time they got they got a long uh, pass interference, put them inside the ten, walked away with a field goal. They're driving again. Aaron Jones fumbles inside the twenty. That was the ball game right there. You can't do that. No, I mean it. Just they, the they, Lions are a very good offense. I've made fun of their coach for being a meathead. He has turned that organization around. They bought into what Dan Campbell has to say, and quite frankly, uh, Bills, Chiefs, Lions in that order as far as fun teams to watch. If if and it didn't happen because I wanted to. I hate Seattle. I hate them almost as much as I did the Cowboys. And I sure was what didn't want Seattle to win. And the fucking officials were horrible in that game as usual. Officiating's terrible in the NFL. But if Detroit got in, Detroit might have been the Cincinnati this year of a team that's right. on a run because they have the talent. 
Mm-hmm. They can score from anywhere. Their defense, I mean, you know, the, you look at their def- on the defensive side of ball, I know they gave up a lot of points this year, but, I mean, they've got some studs that are coming Aiden along. Hutchinson is a stud. That kid Aiden's from, good, that linebacker. Yeah, that, that, Rodrigo. Uh, no, the long-haired uh, Oh, kid. the white boy, Thor. Yeah. yeah, Thor. But Packers didn't play good enough. No. Which, they were sloppy, they were undisciplined, and they, I mean, what the fuck? Quay Walker, what the? Is there a more, is there a bigger dumbass in the NFL than Quay Walker? No, he's an athlete. That's why they have him there. They have him for his but brain. I mean, a trainer. We ju- we're just coming off of the Demar Hamlin week, me, and the trainer's trying to tend to a downed Lions player. I'm gonna be the devil's advocate here. Can I get? Can I go ahead and say? And then yeah, Clay Walker. So he's trying to get in to see what's going on on the field, and he he kind of pushes Quay Walker out of the way. Quay shoves him. What are we doing here? I'm not taking up for the kid, but I'm going to be the devil's go advocate. Ahead, go ahead and be the devil's advocate. I'm not going to be the devil's advocate. I'm going to tell you what's in his eyes. This is what's going on. Quay? Yes. Okay. This you, ought to be good. You push me, motherfucker. What are you doing? And pushing That's back. fucking stupid. That, that is a, that is that is the that is dumb. I agree. I'm not dumb. I'm not I'm not on his side. Clay Matthews wouldn't have done that. No. I'm not on his side, but these young people, these young kids today think everybody's disrespecting him. That's a second game to be thrown out of. He's too, a dumbass. For doing yes. dumb, dumb shit. And he knew he'd done something stupid. But it's that it's that it's that generation. And then what happened with the with the Packers player that walked up and like they're about to they call a timeout before they kick a long field goal. And he just like takes the ball. And then that wasn't a penalty. But then he gets into a tussle with a a, a lineman. And it got a a personal uh personal foul. Gener- 15 yards closer and they nail the kick. That kicker wasn't on all night. Generation. Telling it, go, you. it goes from a 48-yard field goal to 33. 33. Yeah, that's 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 that old this whole generation. But that's what he did. That guy disrespected him by pushing him out of the way. Who the fuck are you to push me away? To see that, to Quay Walker. That's in his mind. He disrespected me. No, he's trying to do his job. Get the hell out of the way. Did you see the other guy try to bump into the guy too? Yes, I saw that. It, it, just dumb. When you're Quay not pushed a, him and then that guy kind of chest bumped him. You're not at a fucking bar. You right. know? Right. There's somebody hurt there. I um, mean, I mean, just even if what if it was a player? Like you're gonna get in, you're gonna get into a fucking pissing match like that. It's just it's stupid. The game's on the line, and you know you need a, you only need a couple big plays. Speaking of disrespect, oh, if you're in our podcast close group, I had to boot a guy last week for being a dumbass. I had two guys this last week. One of them, or, or there's two more. They they entered our contest. We do. We have contest on there. We have pick them contest. We got all. We had four different football contests this year. You could play. It was twenty dollars a person. You entered without paying, and 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 Nate was nice enough to let you continue to play. Pay the money you owe. There's two guys that owe money. He's messaged you, and if you listen to this, pay the damn money. It's twenty bucks a piece. If you don't pay the money, I'm kicking you out of the league. I know you really. Don't, I mean, out of the the uh, site, you probably really don't care anyways. But don't be a dis- don't make me have to put your name out there, please. So all we want you to do is pay it. But watch this. Uh, see now, ninety five. Yeah, he around. comes in here and he's all. Well, they took oh, it away. He chest bumped him though. I think. I think it fucked up. But it was just. It was dumb. I just don't. I do not. Dis complete disrespect. <clears throat> and here it is. So Swift's down. What are they doing? I don't understand this fucking video. I hate YouTube. I hate it. Here we. I guess we're gonna have to watch the entire fucking play. He gets hurt. And then, so now, I don't, I don't know how they got this fucking all chopped up. They're going to go back to it because they didn't show the bump the first time. They show it unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah. So that was they were just going to give him an unsportsmanlike call. Here it is, shoved him. 
the the you know and then the but you can see the guy kind of walking up but like the guy wasn't even a dick about it like he didn't even shove quite no, like, he just kind of he just kind of moved him out of the way let me get down and see what i gotta do fuck you and then here comes 95 yeah like what's he gonna do what's 95 thinking they that both of those they gotta be fined 100 percent. this is dumb 100 percent. both of them are catching a fine they, they, that's just stupid. You can't do that stuff. The guy's trying to do his job. Is yeah, a, he's not going to get in a bar tussle with you. You're going to whip his ass. You're an NFL outside right. linebacker. Probably not a meaner beast in the world. Did Rogers last game there? Um, I don't know. That's we we. I listened to a podcast yesterday, and they were talking about her in an interview, and they were talking about now he's going to hold Green Bay hostage for another six months. You're going to find out something probably about July 20th. I don't know that he will. Oh, I think he comes back. I think if I think Rodgers has the decency that if he's done, I think he's going to let you know pretty quick. He should. They owe him $50 million. His last eight games now, were a lot more fun than his first eight. No, they're not going to get rid of him. I told you I think they trade him to the Raiders. I think he okays that too. Get back with Devontae? Mm-hmm. I think he goes to the Raiders because I think he knows that the Raiders, he can be back in the playoffs again. That's a tough division to say that, to be that bold. You play against Russell Walker or Russell Wilson. That's one free game, two games a year. You also play against Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. The Raiders hate the Chiefs, and the Raiders usually give the Chiefs a good game. Did you see the ring around the Rosie play that the Chiefs did? Yep. Boy, they do not. The Raiders are not happy about that. I wouldn't be either. But stop it. That's the it's your job. Yes, that's right. It's your job. Stop um, it. I think that he goes to. Um, I think he gets traded to the Raiders for mm-hmm. Derek Carr. I think Green Bay's smart if they do that. Then Green Bay them got a quarterback for the next ten years. I think I think Derek Carr's a good quarterback. I know Logan Pat hates him, but I think he's a good quarterback. And I think the Green Bay Packers have got a lot of young tools. They do. They do. They've got, they got some two good young wide receivers that dropped a bunch of passes the other night that hurt him. Supposed to be Romeo Dobbs. I uh, never like watch, and I don't know if it's just me being a Packer fan, like, but I always, I never felt in control of that game. You weren't. When well, you were until Aaron Jones fumbled. Well, it's just all the fucking drops and like. People would be wide open and they get hit right in the hands and then they drop it and it's just you then, never it always felt uneasy. Rogers, it always felt like somebody needed a big play to capture the moment and they could have taken the game. And that's what the Lions did with Aaron Jones fumble. Well, I can tell you some pissed off people are the Dallas Cowboy fans right now. Why? Because they got Tom Brady? Because of Dak Prescott. What'd he do? He just played horrible again the other day. Oh, his yeah, numbers were like thirteen of thirty eight for hundred and seventy yards. And, and they didn't rest anybody, correct? No, like they played they, everybody. They played to win. Yep. Because the number one seed was still available, right? Yeah, Dallas is uh, – if Dallas gets beat by Tampa Bay – I called this, what, uh, two months ago? I said Dallas is going to be the fifth seed. They're going to have to go to Tampa Bay and play. Yep. And Tampa Bay matches up well against Dallas. Right. Michael Parsons has completely disappeared in the second half of the season in most of the games. Uh, I like Dak Prescott, but he is not – well, his numbers do not lie. He leads the league in, in, in NFL. Missed five games and leads the league in the interceptions. Whew. And that's a tough deal to come. I just I don't think Dallas come out of it. I think you know Ooh, we're gonna Monday night. Is yeah, when it's they Monday play. night football. Wow. Um, now I, the winner of the Green Bay game, you know the Green Bay would have been right here against San Francisco. I don't know. Green Bay could have beat San Francisco. Fuck no, not in ten tries. I San think, Francisco, they're they're sneaky good. So okay, let's let's just go through this. I think the Giants beat Minnesota. Okay, so we got Giants. Who are you picking here? I'm picking Tampa Bay just because I I don't. So that I don't means, like Tom Brady and I don't like the Dallas Cowboys, but I think Tom Brady always beats Dallas. They match up well against Dallas. Their defense does, and Dallas has a hard time covering receivers. And when you got Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, and 
You've got Mike Evans, and it's playoff time. Tampa Bay is going to be hard to beat. So I'm assuming you're going to say San Francisco is going to win. San Francisco. So I'm, San Francisco is going to play Tom Brady, and then the Giants will go to Philadelphia. Can the Philadelphia beat Giants three times in the season, or is the Giants going to get lucky and get an upset or no, two? No, I think Philly beats them. I think it's going to be Philly, Philly, San Fran right here. I told you early in the year I took Philadelphia and I took the Chargers, and both teams are in the playoffs, and I'm sticking to my guns. And I think the Chargers beat Jacksonville. I think Cincinnati kills Baltimore, and I think that Buffalo kills Miami. So we've got two, three, and five. I don't so think there's a good – Kansas City would play the Chargers, and then Buffalo-Cincinnati right here. Yep. I oh. don't think there's a – and see, that's another thing, too. you got to beat teams three times. Kansas City would have to beat the Chargers three times this season. That's tough to do. Yep. And the Chargers have played the Chiefs really well. If Chargers are healthy, they're hard to beat. They're they're a very good football team. It's hard to go against Mahomes. He's so damn good. Should and then this, Joe Burrow is scary good now. Should this game not? Well, I guess not. I, Baltimore is Lamar Jackson going to even play? No, but I'm saying should, if Buffalo and Cincinnati play, is that does that also have to be at a neutral site? No. Just the, just the AFC just championship, that championship game. game does. Huh? If but but if but, but if Cincinnati. If Cincinnati would have beat Buffalo, wouldn't I, they have had the two seed? Yeah, that's what's fucked up about the. That's where Cincinnati got screwed on the deal. Is if they should have they should have played that game this week and let everything have a week off. Cincinnati, if they would have beat Buffalo, they would go to Buffalo would go to Cincinnati instead of Cincinnati going to Buffalo. Right, that's fucked up. It is a screwed up deal. You know what? Play it halfway. Play it in Cleveland. So halfway in side. between would have been fair. Mm. They're gonna pick if Kansas City and Buffalo play. They're going to pick a neutral site. Right. Now. And Indianapolis said they're getting a new turf. They're getting a new field, right? So Indianapolis I, said they're out. But here, here's the thing. You're taking one of the elements of having the home field field sandwich weather right. out of it. Now, no, both Kansas City and both, Buffalo both, are both cold weather players. And they're loud. Yes. So are you going to go play it in St. Louis? You know, in their dome? Or are you going to – because I'm assuming he's going to want to play it in a dome. He don't want to play outside. Right. You going to go to Minneapolis? And play it, you know. If I can fly him to New Orleans, yeah. It's you watch. It's going to come down to the biggest bid. I'm sure. Yeah. Jerry Jones, <laughs> come to Jerry World. Weather's fine. I'll close the roof. You know, and so are, are we going to have any weather games? You got Dallas at Tampa Bay. If it might be rain, the Giants at Minnesota. No, no. Seattle and San Francisco will be a weather game because well, right now, could you imagine them? I don't know if I think it's supposed to be still raining in San Francisco. I think it's supposed that to field off. is going to be sloppy and muddy. Kenneth Walker and 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 McCaffrey will have, probably have huge games in that. These will be weather games. Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Buffalo, Miami. Yes. And then we're going to run out of the weather for the AFC Championship game. The right. NFC Championship game. I, 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 Which, look at the fucking weather, Jeff. Like, there's nowhere where it's bad. Yeah, it is. The West Coast, and it'll be cold. That's it. Terrible weather. This is absolutely the warmest January we've ever had. 80 degrees. Yep. Today and tomorrow, and it was yesterday. Now, it's supposed to be uh, in 10 days, we're supposed to have the weather where it's going to drop on the West Coast and it's going to move finally. I, it's going to be late, a shitty February. It's not going to affect us hunting-wise. No, we're already in trouble. It's in, The end's tough. I talked to two other outfitters I'm friends with out here, and we both talked to the same thing. Just absolutely miserable hunting right now. You know, you can have a day here, a day there that's good, but gosh, it's going to be terrible. It's hard. It was guys that were out here hunting? No, no, no. Two other outfitters. Out here? Yeah, in our area. Oh, okay. That I'm friends with. I'm not going to bring up their right. names. And, yeah. But anyways, we talked, and it's the same there. Everybody's struggling. Everybody. Mm. And it's, I mean, what you wake up, are they going to have birds tomorrow? How long are they going to stay? 
It's you know? big wind, big south wind today and tomorrow. Like there might not be ten thousand birds here in a week. But are the birds from Mexico gonna come here? I don't know if there are any birds in Mexico. Oh, there's a lot of birds in Mexico and places. But that's I mean, we're just at that somebody was crane hunting on the coast yesterday and I thought really? I got cranes cranes down there still, so maybe it'll push well, them. We'll them get up a here. reverse then. We'll get a reverse. Um, Speaking of the reverse, uh Poppy is gonna be home in January. I don't think he's letting everybody know that. I thought we were going to push this. Oh, 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 yeah, we are too. Yeah, if you want to shoot some ducks and geese in Nebraska, then get a hold of me or get a hold of Blake Poppy, and he can run hunts. He's gonna go. He's gonna leave here this week. He'll be back home next week, and we can do hunts. And they're covered up with ducks and geese in around Grand area, which shows you how fucked up everything. Yeah, is we right were going to run hunts up there this year, and we waited and waited and waited and see what's going to happen because <clears> the drought. Well, they're covered with birds. So if you want to do some late season geese, shoot some great hunting and pit hunting, you can hunt with Blake. In Nebraska. I'd go to Nebraska. If we were shut down right now, I'd go to Nebraska for three days, wouldn't you, and hunt? Be fun. Mm, maybe. Now, let's let's flip this deal real quick. Let's talk about Reesey Boy. Y'all had to fly Reese out in a helicopter last night. Yeah, he's got the croup. His oxygen was down, and then they uh, flew him out. Is he better? Did he go to school today? No. He didn't how, go to school how long today. is he going to be out of school, they say? Uh, we'll send him back tomorrow. How was last night? He was fine. A lot better? Yeah. What is the croup exactly? I don't really know. It's like an inflammation of the airways and is it whooping cough? No. It's a different thing. Yeah. And it's highly contagious. It's what they say. But they he's say the only one that gets it. They say it's a virus. And um well here I can pull it up right here. But they say that croup is a virus, but Reese is somehow the only one that gets it. I think that it's it's allergies of you, some sort. When I, I think you're probably right. You know, when you called, so at two forty five the other morning, my phone goes off. Never good. I thought it was I, I didn't I didn't know what time it was. I figured it's four thirty. How often does my phone ring this time of year at four thirty in the morning over something? And I was like, What the fuck's going on here? Because it's Andy. And I, then you told me, then I realized it was only two forty five and I was like, shit. And then Andy was off. Yes. Well that part didn't even register to me at first. Mm-hmm. Uh but anyway, this this doesn't say that it's a virus. So it's not asthma. It's not asthma. It's just croup. Croup. And most kids Group grow out common. of it. Yeah, they say. So our, our pediatrician, when Reese had it, Reese had it when he was two. And he said, oh, he'll grow out of it by the time he's five. And we've had it he once a year. Usually, uh, last year it was in October when we were in St. Lucia and poor uh, my in-laws had to deal with it. Croup is most commonly caused by a virus. It is sometimes but rarely caused by bacteria, allergies. So there you go. Um, now, <coughs> he had been, he went hunting the day before. So this happened on Monday. Saturday he was hunting. We used blankets. There's no telling what bacteria and allergies are in those peanut dust. Got crazy. Then he went and he went to uh, Vernon to see my wife's family, and he was running around out there all all day with with some other kids. So there's no telling what he came into contact there. Um. So yeah, oxygen was down to like eighty percent, which um. You know, I always thought being being a uh, underachiever in school, I thought eighty percent was a respectable number and everything. Not in oxygen. Apparently not. Like, like ninety. It, yeah, if it gets below eighty percent, you you start losing. Uh, you start Thanks vital vital down. organs start going offline. So uh, when they said he was at eighty, and I was like, oh, that's not bad, I guess. What was it when you first got there? Eighty. What uh, like when Dad would be really sick. It would be 86, 84. Right. I mean, what, normally, what are you at, 
or 98, 95, 95 to 100, I think. Is normal oxygen saturation. Right. And his was 80. His was at 80. So, you know, we've got this, we've got this checklist that we do because we've battled this for five or six years now. But our doctor always told us, you know, if, if he wakes up, because it always happens at night, because evidently uh, your body naturally produces a certain hormone. Um, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But it doesn't matter. But anyway, that keeps the swelling down. So whatever hormone your body produces during the day, uh, it keeps everything uh, regulated. And then when you go to sleep, and usually about 1 to 3 o'clock in the morning, your body is at the lowest point of the day with this certain hormone. And that's when everything happens. So he came into our room 1.30. Jesse started, uh, did a breathing treatment, and then... They've always told us take a hot, steamy shower and then immediately go out into the cold, and that will kind of reverse things. So he did that, and then we did another breathing treatment, and then it just didn't get any better. So off to the hospital they went. Then he got a nice helicopter ride to Cook's Children's Hospital. Everybody was freaked out. So did uh, but they said um, so the people that did the helicopter and the people at Cook's both said that our little. Uh, Podunk Hospital here in the middle of nowhere did everything correct. They 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 executed everything flawlessly. So I'm gonna tell you about that our little, should make you feel very good if you're in our area. Our little hospital, the way they treated Dad, <clears throat> is outstanding. Mm-hmm. I am so in debt to those people. They went above and beyond for Dad when he was in that hospital. Right. He was a regular and one of their favorite customers they've ever had, as he'd say. And Dad went a lot. He had to go get blood transfusions twice a week at the end and was very sick. And he spent his last six weeks of his life at that hospital. And those ladies treated him just like he was their dad. And that, I can't, there's nothing I can say enough. That place has saved so many of my friends' lives. Mm-hmm. They save Reese's. Because, right. you know, I ask, I, I, I'm always fascinated with the old times and like just how lucky we truly are, to, you know, to live in a society where modern we've medicine. got modern medicine and modern mm-hmm. technology. But I was asking Zach, who's now a paramedic, congrats to Zach. What happened to these kids a hundred years ago? They Out are. on the plains, and you know the doctor gonna give you a shot of whiskey, maybe. What happened? Like they just died. You look at you look at old cemeteries. How many kids are in there? Right, Lot but that's them. also probably why the life expectancy was. 18 forever. Yeah, there's a lot of people that now, there was a lot to be of infant, 75 years old. But there was a lot of infant death, obviously. Yes. So when you don't get past zero, that kind of fucks up your averages. But if you could survive past the age of 12 years old, you probably were going to live to right. be 50 or 60. But you were probably going to bury at least one parent and maybe two by the time you were 16. Yes. Um, I read a, a story one time. And it was but that's, a, I mean, it's a helpless, it was helpless feeling. Like the poor kid just, he can't breathe and nothing that we, and we've got, We've got a uh, 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 breathing treatment machine, a nebulizer, and like even that's not even working. Like the poor fuckers that were on the planes a hundred years ago didn't even have that. What? They, they Did didn't they even have steroids. Hot, they didn't have hot water either yep. to do the whole uh, steam. steam and then uh, outside. There's there's two things I remember that I, that I, that's touched me. <clears throat> One of them, and I don't know what remember. I was watching a documentary, and as a guy was out in the elements, and he got hypothermia. Mm-hmm. And they they used everything that they could find in a town of hot water to try to save his life, and they couldn't do it to warm him up. Yep. Another one was a little boy was uh, on his front porch, and some cowboys. It was a, it was on a trail ride or something went by to him, and he was thirsty all the time. And one of the cowboys said something smart to his mom, and she goes, "Well, he has he has uh, diabetes, mm-hmm. and 
he died like two months later. Five right. years old, and there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. Then nothing to produce. That's you know? hard to that's hard to manage today. Yes, and and we've got machines that do it for them and inject them with insulin and everything. But yes, you're you're at the. But thank God for modern medicine on that stuff. But yeah, Reese wouldn't have have probably survived a long time ago. Now, most kids with croup survive now. But how about that poor kid whose parents don't have the withdrawal to get to him to a hospital? Or to take him to an emergency room, like in a third world country. No, in in the United States of America, there's homeless kids and stuff out there that whose parents don't. Oh, you'll be all right in the morning, you know, and go back to bed, and they wake up and their kids dead in the bed the next day. Mm-hmm. And it happens because they don't they don't go and and, and to, to have their kids taken to doctors and care, you know. Yep. And but, that, that is a hor- It's a horrible thing. But, but that did make minor, me feel good. It's that, a minor league deal. Yeah, it is go, something. Can go I mean, major. Yeah, I mean it's it's very uh, it's common and treatable and um but whenever the whenever we got to like the helicopter people were telling jesse like they were they were blown away with how uh knock city handled it and they were like you know we just can't like they did absolutely everything that we would have done had we seen this case and you know that that's one thing because you know they're when you got to the big leagues of cook's children hospital and doctors are like they did everything right this that's that's uh it's a testament to our little hospital tell the story about his head yeah, so we flew to Cook's, and um, he was very concerned. He asked my wife if, uh, are they going to have to shave my head when I get there? He's like, because all the commercials that I see, the kids don't have any hair, which, you know, he doesn't understand. He's a very literal young man. Right, and he doesn't understand, uh, you know, that there are other kids in this world that aren't as fortunate to have good health as he is, and that a lot of times it's just, uh, he doesn't know what cancer is, but he was like, you know, every time I see this place come on TV, the kids don't have any hair, so am I going to shave my head? And she's like, no, you're not going to shave your head. But um, when we were leaving there, we were leaving with our kid intact, and um, right outside the door, there was a young couple, probably our age. Husband's on the phone, and wife's next to him, and they're both just bawling. So I'm sure they got news that was not good. That's, so, and that- Reese was asking, like, you know, why are they crying a lot. We had to tell them, you know, there's a lot of kids that don't leave this place. This is it. Yeah, it's a horrible. It's a it's a great place, sad place. Same with St. Jude's, mm-hmm. and I, we give, we donate to them and stuff. And we're gonna, we are gonna auction off. And you know what? We won't do it at St. Jude's. We'll do that for Cook's Children's Hospital. We're gonna auction off a mo- one of the Mossberg guns that we're shooting, <clears throat> and we're gonna have. I'm gonna have all my guides sign it, and we're gonna we're gonna auction. We're gonna raffle it off, and we're gonna give that money to Cook's Children's Hospital. And we'll do that this summer. There you go. Uh, I the the pediatric cancer and cancer and kids and stuff is that we don't. You think you're having a bad day? <laughs> you come in here and you complain about anything or anywhere else you're at work and you think you're having a bad day. You go to Cook's Children's Hospital, or any child, any children's hospital, and you walk down them hallways and your day is not so freaking bad. You know, ninety nine point nine percent of us have pretty damn good lives and we do not see it. We take it for granted. Don't matter how crappy things are. If you think you're having a shitty day, you need to do that. Is that Mitt Romney I'm looking at right here? No, it's Jordan Peterson. I'm going to show you that. That's uh, have you seen this picture though? No, that yes, I break your fucking yes, it heart. Will. Now, the the kid is is cancer free that I have heard. Oh, there. he did live. He did live. Yeah, I saw that. That is a horrible deal to go through. But that is the reality for lots of families in this world: is a kid with cancer or a sick kid having a disease. And um, one of the strongest young men I've ever known in my entire life was a little kid that lived in Knox City, and he was 
he had a kidney disease and he passed away at about 24 years of age. Uh-huh. And he had such a positive outlook on stuff. And his mom and dad were not big fans of mine, but that little boy would talk my ear off. His his brother played baseball with pain and he would talk my ear off and I would tell him stuff that most, I wouldn't, I would tell any kid, but uh-huh. he was fun to talk about girls and everything with, but strong, strong, strong kid. And he fought and fought and fought. And he passed away a couple of years ago, but that kid went through more than most men will ever go through in a lifetime. Uh-huh. And got more out of life than most people do, and it's it's tough. And his parents, God bless them. That's a that's tough on any parent. Mm. So, to switch subjects, have you heard of Chat GPT? No. We're is gonna watch. Con- is this a conspiracy deal or is this something new? No, this is brand new. It's new technology. We're gonna watch this video. It's Jordan Peterson talking about it, and it's scary what's coming as far as artificial intelligence. This is a longer video, but I think I've got it to where I can fa- I can I can hit the highlights. Okay. How many of you clowns? How many of you know what chat GPT is? There are things, and everyone in the audience should know this, there are things coming down the pipeline on the artificial intelligence front that are just going to make your hair stand on end within the next year. Because there is so much transformation going on in that domain. And, and that's been the case particularly for the last six months that it's, it's almost unimaginable. I figure a third of the universities will go broke in the next five years. So I'll tell you what ChatGPT is, just so you know, because you need to know this. And I don't know what sort of technological revolution this is. It's smarter than you. This is a big deal. So this AI system, it's a general language processing model, was released about a week ago, a week and a half ago. And uh, I I went and interacted with it. It's an AI system, artificial intelligence system. It basically is trained on well, a massive corpus of, of spoken and or of text. So it's derived its models of the world from the analysis of human speech, essentially. It, it isn't using real-world data yet, but that will be happening certainly within the next year. And ChatGPT analyzes a very large corpus of text, and that corpus is growing all the time. Now, it's already sophisticated enough. I went on to it last week, and I said, okay, some of you know I, I've written these books, 12 Rules for Life, and then Beyond Order, 12 More Rules, because, you know, you can't have enough rules. And I asked it, this is what I asked it to do. I said, write me an essay that's a 13th rule for Beyond Order, written in a style that combines the King James Bible with the Tao Te Ching. That's pretty difficult to pull off. Any one of those things is hard. The intersection of all three, that's impossible. Well, it wrote it in about three seconds, four pages long. And that's scary. it isn't obvious to me, for better or worse, that I would be able to tell that I didn't write it. Right, right. And, okay, and that's pretty impressive, but the fact that it could do that grammatically perfectly, right, and quite impressive philosophically, I also had it write an essay on the intersection between the Taoist version of ethical morality and the ethics that are outlined in the Sermon on the Mount, which it just nailed, got that dead right, brilliant. Again, it took about three seconds. There was a a computer engineer who purported to work for Tesla. He asked GPT, chat GPT, he said, look, I work for Elon Musk, but I haven't been doing much for the last week, so... I need you to write me 10 bullet points about what I probably would have done as a 
as an engineer at Twitter, what 10 things did I do last week that were productive and valuable? And, oh, if you don't mind, write me the accompanying computer code that goes with each project. And it did that too, three seconds, and the computer code works. Right, and so, okay, so that's... That's already there. So then a university professor did this. So I'll summarize right here. So the university professor was basically saying, how are we going to keep kids from plagiarizing? How are we going to keep them from writing about uh, economic impact of, of World War II or Civil War or whatever? And it did it. <clears throat> However many pages you wanted, and it just nailed it every where, time. Where do you get online to this? I think it's, I don't know. I think it's an app, but I was going to try to dick around with it later today. So... Um, and it will it'll spit it out three seconds each time. So the professor said, "Okay, now grade it. Grade your grade the paper." He said because if students are going to be using this, like the, the the teachers need to see some perk out of Chat GPT, and it graded it. Um, it had it. They had it perform an SAT, and it's uh, it scored relatively high, uh, about as high as you know your average student will do. So it's, it didn't score sixteen hundred then. No, 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 no. But um, so I think this is this is the end right here. It's smarter than you, and it's going to be a hell of a lot smarter than you in two years. Because that's so, the thing. Because as AI gets more and more data, like this is just the base floor of what. Where, it can where is do. this at, though? I'll find out in just a second. You can get ready for that too. But it's not that smart yet because it's just a humanities professor at the moment. It doesn't test its linguistic knowledge against the real world. That's what a scientist does, right? You come up with a theory that's linguistically predicated, and then you throw it against the world and see if it sticks. And then the world tells you whether or not your linguistic construction is valid. But the new AI systems will be able to extract out patterns from the world itself, from images and so forth, and then be able to test their linguistic constructions against the world, and so they'll practice just like scientists. And the most advanced models are going to use text and image and action as well, because they'll be able to model human action. And so, and all of that's going to come down the pipes within the next year. So hang on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen, because what did my friend Jonathan Pajot say? Giants are going to walk the earth once more, and we're going to live through that. Elon Musk, one of the things he's working on, see, he, he thinks that the world will be controlled by whoever produces the most functional AI system the fastest because there'll be a first mover advantage. And one of the things Musk has been working on for a long time are distributed AI systems so that you'll have your own artificial intelligence to protect you against, well, let's say against Google's artificial intelligence, for starters. Yeah, or, or the CCP's artificial intelligence, because you can bet your hat they're working on that about as fast as they possibly can. I wish your little brother was here. I'd like to get his take on this. Well, just ask him about ChatGPT. He'll be able to tell you all about it. I'll talk to him tonight about that. That's inter That's very interesting, though. But what, what <clears throat> I saw that uh, McDonald's is opening up a completely human-free restaurant. Did you see that? Really? No, I didn't see that. Not, not, not a human being in the store. Hmm. All going to be deal. All these people twenty fifteen dollars an hour. Your big corporations are knocking you out of your job. They're going to need salespeople still, <clears throat> and they're they're not even doing that. Hell, we order food now. Michelle gets on an app and can order everything from our Cisco. We don't have to have a rep no more like we used to. 
So op- you go to openai.com, register an account, log in. If you have an account, log in directly. ChatGTP is on the bottom left. Click it, try it. ChatGTP is a large language model developed by OpenAI that can be used for natural language processing tasks such as text generation and language translations. But like Dr. Peterson said, you know, he wrote all these books and he said, combine combine my writing styles with the King James Version and the Tao Te Ching. And it did it. It did it perfectly. In three seconds. In about three seconds. That's just crazy. But I'm I'm wondering who owns this. Who said it was a humanities uh, professor. That owns this chat GTP. Yeah. He's a wealthy billionaire now. He's about to be for sure. But I guess this is how I don't, yeah, I guess you kind of have to know how to code to get it to do what you want it to do. Well, that knocks me out. But I mean, I don't know what we're going to see. So Jeff, that was a, that was a biblical scripture. Giants walked among the earth. Have you, did you hear that in your I have, Bible? No, but I've been doing it every day. Well, you missed it then. No, I haven't read the whole Bible yet. No, it's in Genesis. Well, I'm still in Genesis. Oh, I'm not overdoing myself. Anymore. I understand. You got to have something to work forward. To. But but I, I do it at about ten to fifteen minutes a day, and I've enjoyed it. And it's been a, it's very it's cleansing for me. It's been a really good deal for me. So I don't know what's to come of this Chat G, GPT, but it sounds like artificial intelligence is really going to take a. Uh, Take a big leap forward what, in this next year. What's scary is, is I'm not a big, I'm not a sci-fi movie guy at all. But I did enjoy the Transformers movies. Mm-hmm. What's the hot, dark-headed girl with the blue eyes? That's Megan Fox. Well, she's a good-looking son <clears> of <throat> Anyways, I enjoyed those shows. But are we coming to that point where are we going to have good AI and bad AI? Yeah, you're going to have Terminator. Is what it sounds like. Because, like he said, the Chinese are working on this as fast as they can. I mean, what what happens if you get some evil genius that, uh, I mean, you see it all the time the in micro, movies. Microchip's going to be the ruin of the world. And that's what Elon Musk is working on. He's going to have a microchip that you can put in your head. That's what we need. That's just what we need. There are some people I know that could damn sure use that, though. In order mm-hmm. to use ChatGPT, you will need to have an API key. I have no idea what that is about, which is available for free for certain types of uses. So... We, we need API? somebody API key. I think I know what that is, but I'm not, I'm going to look it up because I'm not going to say nothing. Look like a real dumbass. We need somebody smarter than us. Yes. What an API key. Uh, it is application programming interface key is a unique code that is passed in to an API to identify the calling application or user. That answered no questions for me. You might know something. Your younger brother's a nerd. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. How the hell could that be interesting to anybody? I don't know. I have no clue. But it's scary to think that because now all of a sudden, like, you know, are you just going to be able to plagiarize your way? And, I mean, I'm obviously thinking on a very basic level of this, but, I mean, are you just going to be able to plagiarize your way through high school and college now? What What? What's the story? No, because someone's going to come out with something that fights against that. The teachers will be able to buy. If you're an engineer, find out a way for teachers and universities to buy something that shows something wasn't done by chat GTP or whatever it is, and you'll be a millionaire quick. Microsoft invests $10 billion in creator of Buzzy AI tool chat GTP. That was five. That's a five hour old article. Okay. Where he said on there that a third of the universities were going to be out of business in five years. Right. So what are, what's going to happen to these kids? You're, my grandkids, 
What's their future? Trade school. Well, I don't, I don't know. Okay, but let's say you're going to become an electrician, and right. we need more electricians, and we need more plumbers, and all. Are that you going to need more whenever all this shit happens? Well, people are still going to have to live, or just all of your artificial, or people are just going to live in cubicles and have everything done for them, and then they're. Gonna, I mean, have you seen the Matrix? No, I haven't either. I was hoping you did. No, it's but it's, my kind it, of show. it's kind of the same thing though. Like you plug yourself into this chair. And then you go and do everything that you would normally do in a different world. That sounds miserable. I mean, that's what they're saying is basically going to happen here. Everybody's going to have their own, basically, avatar to go dick around in the new universe. Christmas time stirs up lots of memories for me always. And it Mm -hmm. does most everybody. But I think of when I was a kid a lot. And I read back the old Wichita Falls. I used to have a... Mead bread had a Christmas deal. We used to drive. We I remember getting in the car with my mom and dad, and we would drive through town to go to certain things you would see, like at Parker Square, which there's no name of Parker Square no more. It was in at like strip mall with with stores and stuff there. They had a uh, Kodak had a used to drop your film off. Believe it or not, you used to take a can your film out of your camera, drop it off, and come back in three days and get your pictures. Right. But anyways, they had a, a Santa Claus that was there in a building. People would go there and go see Santa every day and. You'd see all this Santa stuff, and it was all in life was just so much simpler then. But it was so it was so neat. It was so different. But we would be so bored at them times because we've the way we live nowadays, the instant gratification and things. And I just it 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 just scares me where we're going for the future because we've went so far in my lifetime to where we are now to what twenty more years down the road will be like. It's going to be scary mm-hmm. because my dad lived to be 76, 77 years old. I can't remember. But from the time he was a kid to the end of his life, the last five years, things really kind of changed a lot. But the majority of the things were basically the same for 50 years. You know, we, we things got improved. We had better refrigerators. We had more things, choices of Have we had better foods. refrigerators? Because like that meme says, though, like your grandma never had to buy another refrigerator. Well, that's, I'm on my second or third. Right, but but they were bigger. Hers more. never went out. They, they didn't have water that come out of it and stuff. I'm just saying we improved things. We we had a microwave. My dad didn't have a microwave till he was probably 35 years old. Mm-hmm. He had to warm stuff up in the oven. So that way life was different, but there wasn't a bunch of huge changes in his life. Well, in my lifetime, in the last 20 years, there's been all kinds of changes that have taken place. You know, I remember when a VCR was new, and I think that you probably think that's hilarious, but I remember actually having to fast forward a movie to get the place where he was at. Yeah. I remember on cassette tape, you could actually push a button on a GM pickup and it would actually go to the next song on the, on the, um, fascinating on the ca- technology. Ca- oh, it like was this. crazy. It was like, wow, you know, that's pretty to cool. Listen to this song. But, you know, we had eight trial. I went through eight tracks, cassettes to CDs to now satellite radio. Uh, I don't even know if you can buy a vehicle that's got a CD player anymore in it. Mm-mm. But that, that and and that's just been in the last twenty years or thirty years. Well, probably with with the eight track forty years. But forever things from nineteen thirty five to nineteen seventy five. Those forty years, things changed a little bit, but they didn't change that much. But when we got that computer chip and they got learned how to do shit with it, the whole world has changed, and not always for the better. Mm-mm. Now. I can't imagine sitting in my living room trying to watch a damn 42-inch box TV. <laughs> if this can, continues to go, like you'll just plug in and you'll be uh, at whatever event you're wanting to watch is my idea of all this. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. But 
the sidelines is we're fat now. Can you imagine how fat we're going to be when we don't have to fucking do nothing but sit all day long? Yeah. I don't know. It's a brave new world out there. So AI, uh, this open AI recently made a pitch to its investors saying the organization expects $200 million in revenue this next year and $1 billion by 2024. So what, what's going to happen in neighborhoods? Cause already we live in a small town, so we should be the last affected. But when you go in a big city, do you see kids playing outside anymore? Mm-mm. Or is everybody inside all the time? Can you imagine 10 years of this shit? Will people even leave the house? Actually, and I don't know how many, how many jobs you need that remote work. Right. We can't do it. Can you imagine just doing remote waterfowl hunting? <laughs> Sit in this chair and we're going to shoot geese today. It acts like it's an app. I'm going to go to the app store real quick. See if I can't find chat GTP. But uh, evidently it costs like a penny per 20,000 words or something like that. Chat. So this is going to be the new thing. that. Three, yeah, there it is right there. Three years from now, we're going to be just, this is just be a normal everyday deal. Chat G, GPT with AI. GPT, AI, Genie. Hmm, yeah, I mean, you can get this app right here. Here is a Shakespearean poem written by in the style of Eminem. Hmm. I have no, I have no use for this. I don't think right now. Have you seen these guys that but, buy but, these? But you, but okay. So let's take it a step further. What about authors? There was another thing that I that I fast forwarded through. Um, it said uh, somebody put in, "Write me the next blockbuster movie with character uh, character development," and it did it in about three seconds. What was the movie? I don't know what the movie was, but it wrote a screenplay with character breakdown. And then it said, um, make me a, um, basically make me the picture of the characters that should play these parts. And it spit that out also. So what if an author, an upcoming author says, write me, uh, write me the next whatever story, story about vampires and werewolves. Basically, give me a spinoff. They've got one coming Give out. me a spinoff of Twilight with uh, it written in the style of William Shakespeare. It'll do it. Did the author write that? Like, no. is this what we're going to be reading years from now? Is just the crazy ideas that people plugged into chat GPT? So we're robbing all of our people with talent. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, maybe. That's crazy. Who's to, I mean, you know. Instead of just writing it yourself, what if you just had an idea about what you wanted a book to be about? And instead of you going through the six months that it takes to write and edit it and process it and get it out to the masses, you just give it to ChatGTP, it spits it out in three seconds, and you just go and print that. Pass it off as your own. Scary times. Interesting times, for sure. Scary, probably. We're getting away from... We're flirting with a lot of weird, weird times. But I mean, what what is what are robots not going to be able to do? Could they drive? Could they captain your ships? I mean, you got people could already they, not right, driving their own cars, right? Everybody's car. relying on Uber. And, and no, Lyft. no, no. I'm talking about AIs. Oh, with you Tesla? Know, Tesla and shit. Now, just, people don't even know how to now drive that's limited to the highways. You can't do it out here in the podunks. But yeah, if you're going to do the automatic driving, you got to be on a highway. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. So as soon as like as soon as you turn off in Monday off of two seventy seven. You got to drive yourself. I did not know that. I thought it was everywhere. Not yet. It's coming though. Hundred percent. I don't even like Michelle. I drove her Tahoe the other day, and I get too close to somebody, and it flashes me. I don't know how close. I know how close I am. I'm trying to get him the fucking move out of the way. 
If you drive, that's my biggest pet peeve in the world is slow drivers in the left fucking lane. What driving school did you go to that makes you think that if the speed limit's 75 and you're going 81 that you need to be driving in the left lane? Get now, your slow ass over. Hold on. What if you're driving 82? Get your and, ass over. And someone, you're passing people. And then someone's trying to pass you, get over so they can pass you, then you can get uh, back over. I don't necessarily agree with that. Why? If there's three cars and on the right side, in the right lane, and I'm going 82, and I'm trying to get around these people... I'm not going to pass the first one and then scoot over just so that you're, you driving 85 can pass me. Well, you should. Fuck that. That's what I do. Stay behind me until I get around everybody that I... Drive faster. I will get over eventually. Well, drive faster. 35 in fucking Dallas. I don't know how people do it. I was there at 730. It That's was, why they have alcoholics. Oh, my God. Traffic was terrible. But I think that I think that the city of Fort Worth has purposefully fucked up the highway so that people will get on the tollway. Oh, you Look, didn't take the express lane? No, I didn't. <laughs> Why not? Because I was a mile away, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to like. Uh, How long did it take that mile for you to go? Uh, about twenty minutes. That's crazy. It was, and and Google or the maps fucked me on my phone because I didn't have. I guess I didn't have it zoomed out far enough. So it said um, expressway entrance right here, and I went about another tenth of a mile, mm. and it just fucking red lights, and then. That's about the time my screen caught up, and it was yellows and reds the rest of the way. And I'd already missed my get-out-of-jail-free card. That express lane, I'm telling you right now, when you get to... When 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 I come on to 35 right there by um, Western Center Boulevard... It's fucked up. At Fossil Creek. If you, oh. if, you're, if you get in that express lane before you ever make that turn on to 35, you can be at the airport in five minutes. Oh, you're cruising. Minutes. You're cruising. And everybody else is blocked up, and you're going 85 you're miles cruising. an hour. You're cruising. But I didn't know. I had a mile to go. I was like, I'm not going to get on there. And then what if they don't have my exit that I need? And, you know, this might be a that disaster. That whole part of Fort Worth is a pain in the ass anyways. It's always been. Who the fuck is running these things in did, Fort Worth? Did you see the Thistle Hill house? No. It's an old house. It was the Electra Biggs Wagner. That's what her daddy got when she got married. And they gave it to uh, Cook's Children's Hospital, I believe. It's an old, beautiful home. I wasn't doing a whole lot of sightseeing. There. No, but you drive right by it when you're over there. Wasn't doing a whole lot of sightseeing. But so, how long did it take Jesse and them to get there? 45 an hour. minutes? Is that our flight? Yep. One hour. Like Jesse was saying, those helicopters are so small. She's like, what do they do if somebody codes on them? They have to in land. In flight. They, they do have they to die. land. I don't think they can do CP. I don't think they, they can. They can't do shocking in, in the air, I think. But you Jesse was that. like, even like she said, I sat and one nurse was like, we were knee to knee. Basically. There's not a lot of room in them. And then there was so Reese, I guess the way she she described it, she had her back to the pilot. And then there was another nurse, and then there was like Reese, and like he's a little kid, but she's like even if they would have had to done something on Reese, it would have been tight. Yeah, they don't. There was not a lot of room from error. There that that whole thing is designed to get you as quick to a hospital as possible because you've got to be stable before they put you on the yes, helicopter. For that reason, I've seen them one time land and take off here seven times. Just because they kept crashing. Go to take off and go back down. Pull them inside, pump on them, shock them, get them stable again, put them back on there. Seven times one night, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Finally, they turned the chopper off, went inside. Never good. Waited about 30 minutes, and pilots walked out, got in the helicopter, and flew off without the guy. By themselves? Yes, he died. Yeah. Yeah. That's never good. But but I don't and I don't think that they can shock them. I think they've got the CPR deal machine that belt they put around them that does the pumping and stuff. Right. I think they have them on there. But I think basically all they're trying to do is get you stable enough to get you to a place they can help you. There used to be a show on and it was a documentary on TV and they rode with these helicopter 
people where you put the camera. And it was really, it was, it had GoPros in them and stuff, but it was really neat that the, you see how, especially out, you get in the middle of West Texas, Arizona, New Mexico on the interstates. That's the only lifeline people have. Albuquerque probably runs two or three helicopters out there every day. These people had to come from Altus. Oh, we were right by them. So they go from Altus to here to Cooks. So they, they went on Teddy Bear Air or whatever it is. They, they also have a jet they fly. One of these ladies said that one of the nurses said that they've had to call them all the way from like Arkansas just because there's nobody that'll come get these people. A lot of times they, they've got they've got a jet also cooks does a couple of them i think right it's pretty interesting there's the app symbol That's, i'm still stuck on chat I, i'm not gonna be i'm gonna let y'all be guinea pigs on this and figure it out later well i'm not writing any more essays so i think i'm i'm good for now that's where the money's at 100 percent. the app charges users 7.99 a week 50 Damn. bucks annual to use the bot unlimited time and if you're in school, though, that's cheap shit to be writing your papers. Fuck yeah. What kind of idiots are we going to have at school? You're going to have guys go all the way through college, Harvard, and everything there, and they're going to get but jobs. But is that why he's saying clueless. that? Is he saying that that's why colleges are, a third of colleges are going to be broken five years? I, I, because there's just no, this has flooded the market, and that's what everybody's doing? I thought college enrollment was way down. It is. It's way, way down. But ever they keep building on. That's why it's way, way down. The Midwestern State University in Wichita Falls that I went to doesn't exist anymore. Mm-mm. It's a microcosm. I mean, it's just micro what it was. It used to be a small little thing in the middle of it. Now it's huge. The little inner part is where I went to school at. Don't allow. Uh, this follows a historic drop. 2%, 1.1, which I wouldn't consider that huge. No, but I think it's already saying that 2020, that that is on top of... College enrollment nowhere near pre-pandemic levels. But shit, what are you going to do with a college degree now? I mean... College enrollment has been declining since 2010. From spring of 11 to spring of 2022, colleges have lost about 3.3 million students or 17% of enrollment. So over a decade... We've lost 17%. You do that again, another another 15% on top of that. You're talking about some massive, massive... You're talking about 40% for some schools. Right. But but it's because that they have made it's a couple things. Uh the government has subsidized your college education. They've guaranteed you to get the loans. Colleges know that. So enrollment ha- enrollment the dollar amount has I'd like to see what that compares to the dollar amount rising over from 2011 to 2022. So they're charging you more for school. You're not getting as much and they just keep building these fucking buildings and just all this bullshit around it. Texas Tech's totally rehauling their stadium. Who do you think is going to pay for that? Where do you think where do you think that they're going to make their money back on that? And people sitting in the seats? That and they're going to milk the, the students. Well yeah. Your tuition rate's going to go up. When 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 I was in college, you could go to college pretty cheap compared to what it is now. I mean a kid like me could pay for his own college. I never got a rent. Can't I wrote now. a check. No, 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 you can't. That's right. But I worked. You make five bucks an hour, and you could pay your college off. If you saved up a thousand dollars a semester, you could go to college. Right. You can't do that shit no more. No. And it, it's crazy the way things are gotten. And the the deal is, back then, if you graduated and you had a college degree, you could get a job somewhere. You got a college degree? Yes. What's it in? A bullshit and finger painting. Okay, we'll give you a job. They can get you a job. Well, today, how how many? We're 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 so far trying to find teachers right now. If you just have a college degree, you can become a teacher, can't you? They'll take you. 
because there's no job. I mean, nobody's going to. Nobody wants to be a teacher. I think it's that way in a lot of fields. I, I mean, how many how many people? I mean, go to TikTok and just look at some of the fucking videos that are that are on it. We had a kid here the other day, graduated from college. What are you going to do? So I'm trying to get in the insurance business. You don't have to have a college degree to sell insurance, right? I hate to tell right. you this, but your parents spent a hundred thousand dollars for you to go to school for five years. So yep. you fuck off to sell insurance because all you got to do is pass the exam. There's an insurance exam yeah. in there. No, you have to get your insurance license. Right, but it's not hard. But there's a test that goes along yes. with you getting your. But you don't have to spend a hundred thousand dollars going to college. You don't have to to be a realtor either, and, do you? And I'm telling, no, same thing. But that doesn't mean you can sell shit. There right. are people that are sales. Your mom has got her real estate degree and two college degrees. Your mom ain't selling shit because she's not a closer. Right. She does not like to sell stuff. She's not a salesman on top of you. There's a slick Joe Bob out there that don't have no fucking graduated junior high, but he can sell shit and make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They can't teach you to be to to be a salesperson. But yeah, that's the kind of things people go to college and they go sell insurance. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, be an electrical engineer. If you're going to go to college, go. Same thing I told Payne when he went in the military. Get you a skill that when you get out, you can make money other than shooting people. Payne's not texting me back. Well, it's what time is it? 9.30 there. It's Oh, yeah. He's probably at work. <laughs> but I want to know more about chat GPT, what he, say, what he sees. But that those you, you need to learn a skill. So I'm telling you right now, if you're young and you're listening to this and you're 16 years old, learn how to weld, learn how to be a plumber, learn how to do something like that. You will make all the money you want to make. Because if you think plumbers and electricians are high now, you wait until there ain't none of them out there hardly. Right. Those guys will be writing their own ticket. I mean, all the all the plumbers and shit right now, you know, they're coming up. You're going to see a massive overhaul in yep. plumbers and electricians because a lot of them right now are in their late 50s, early 60s. All the, the young ones that I see coming through this door all have a credit card that weighs three pounds. And that's when you know you got some money. They don't even, give those fucking high-dollar credit cards to, to poor people. Right. I mean, even like electric, we had uh, one of Blake's friends as an electrician, and he's a traveling electrician. So, like, he he doesn't have, he's his own independent contractor, has no brick-and-mortar store, and he's just traveling. Now, he's obviously young and no kids and has a wife that can work from anywhere. What do you think he makes an hour? Whatever he wants. 75 to $100 an hour? Yeah. Yeah. Probably so. Making $600 I told, I think, a day. I think he told me. But $600 a day right. with expenses. That's good money. It's yeah. damn good money. And he, you know, and you can pick what you want to do. Yes. Like he says, I just go on uh, uh, this employment website and I look and see what jobs are available where. Um, uh, he said, I look for jobs that will pay per diem just because that's more money on top of uh, my, my salary. And if it's not a job that I want to do, if they're not doing, you know, certain things, I don't do it. But he, I don't have any brick and mortar store. I'm not having to take a bullshit job in a small town just because I have to have the money. It's like I'm doing the part of electrical work that I want to do. And I get to travel the country while doing it. Even a guy that paints houses now, you can't find nobody to paint. Nope. Painters come down to this. You either have professional painters that do a damn good job that show up every day, or you got Joe the crackhead over there that <laughs> you know paints for four dollars an hour. There ain't no in betweens with that, right? You know, plumbers and electricians ain't that way. They're all professional and do it. But painters come to a whole different deal. They're either professional painters that do a good job, or they got Joe the drunk over there. So uh, it's been kind of interesting. I don't even know what we've talked about. We've talked about football, Chat GPT, and. So chat's going to be the new thing we're hearing about. Sounds like it. I'm just trying to find more about the... Uh... Scary world we're living in. Anything else happening in the world right now? I did see that... Uh, 
incredible shrinking of college. Future of college. I'll read this article. What, what's the kid's name that um, Kyle Rittenhouse? Yep. I saw that one of the Baldwin brothers tried to make a smart-ass comment about him shooting somebody. I really? Thought, I thought, boy, that's tone deaf right there. Right. You know, your brother has murdered some lady. He did. And you're talking about some other gun control shit. And I thought, Jesus. It's funny. It's rules for thee, but not for us, or whatever the hell they say. Something rules for thee, but not for me. They did get rid of the uh, Congress, got rid of the IRS big spending bill. So sounds like the 87,000 um, agents is not going to happen. Now, I did see where. Well, hold on. Did Bob, the president have to sign that shit too? I don't know. But what's funny is the Democrats, every one of them voted against that. So they all want more IRS agents. So if you're a Democratic voter, your fucking people want you to get taxed more. Just look at it that way. Did you see where Biden did the exact same thing that Trump did as far as uh, uh, classified documents? Yes, yeah, same thing. He was thing. improperly storing them? As a vice president. Not as a president, right. but as a vice president. But he still knew that he was improperly storing. Yes. I got a hair in my nose. Improperly storing these things, and he wrote the warrant, basically, for... The Mar-a-Lago raid. That it's it's such a double standard shit. For Biden didn't do that shit. He ain't fucking smart enough to do that shit anymore. He's done. We all know that shit. I'm so tired of that crap. And just like the people in Kentucky, if y'all vote for that turtle-headed motherfucker Mitch McConnell one more time, y'all deserve everything you get. There is no way anybody should vote for that bastard. Mm -hmm. All these all the setting guys, rhinos, Democrats, all of them. We ain't get rid of every one of them fuckers. Um. Bobbert, it's Bobbert, right? L Laura Bobbert. Lauren Bobbert. 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 She, recent, she tweeted out yesterday that they will vote on term limits with this house that they have right now. They should, and that's the best thing ever she, happened. She tweeted it out, so we will see. I think I might have even screenshot it, but she said this house will, in capital letters, vote on term limits for lawmakers. That's Congress, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like the Supreme Court or some bullshit. So, uh, how do you spell her name? B-O-E-B-E-R-T. Right. I think she's a hottie, too. Yeah. Them glasses make her sexy. Let's see if we can find her right here. Yep, right there. The one... Oh, it's going to make me log in, I bet. No? Okay, good. The 118th Congress will vote on term limits for lawmakers after years and years of talk. We'll finally see where the people truly stand on this issue. Maybe that's her get out of jail free right there. Eh, we brought it up, but people didn't want it. <clears throat> well, if she if she puts it on the deal and they vote for it, them fuckers got to put their name next to it. That way they can't say, well, I, I, we need term limits. We'll then vote on it. So anyway, I don't know if she ran on that. I don't know. I think it's part of the pledge they signed with one of the things that they're part of. Right. Like, the Freedom Caucus or whatever it is. Where is she from in Colorado? Probably not anywhere very liberal. I don't know. They tried to beat her ass, and they didn't, and they'd spend every dime they could to do it. Pete was telling me he had seen the stats on how we didn't we didn't outspend anybody in races that mattered. The Republicans didn't? Yeah. No, they, want, they didn't want to win. In Georgia, they wanted fucking to lose because if they won, then they're going to have to do something. Lindsey mm -hmm. Graham and all them other no good worthless bastards do that shit all the time. It's all it's a WWE Georgia, script. All Arizona, of them. Yes, everywhere. They did not want to win those deals because if they did, then they got to do something. Right. They can't play games. No, no. If they got if they if they would have won like they thought they should have and what they should have won, but it's not a spending money deal. It's a fraud deal, and so it's so much of fraud everywhere, and that and that's the problem, and we all know it.
And we're all right. suppressed on what we can say, what we can do, what we can talk about. You see, they said Putin's about to die. I saw that. It's I mean, cancer. I wonder what's, who's going to be taking over that deal. I don't know. If they're going to get a hardcore communist or if they're going to be open up all the way. And... I don't know. Um, I saw a video of Nixon talking about, that's uh, how old that video was, but he was talking about how Russia really needed to, they really needed free enterprise to work over there because if it didn't, they whoever ran it next would basically go back to, no, you need the government to control everything and more communism and stuff like that. Same with China and all these other places. Was, we've seen what happened with China. This, They're going full communism. This is going to make me sound really, really unintelligent. And, okay. I know, and I know I'm not the most intelligent person, but do you think Russia was as bad as our media and the propaganda told us it was? Uh, or do you think it's more of our media just telling us they had waited in line for hours and hours to buy a roll of toilet paper? I don't know. I can't tell you I know either. But makes Knowing you, our media, I wouldn't... Would I put it past our media to lie about how bad things are over there? No, absolutely not. That's that's what I'm getting but at. But would I stake my name on saying, yeah, Russia's this dream place? No. I don't think it's a dream place. I mean, place. And it's just like, it's just like look what our media did when Biden went to El Paso. Yeah, it cleaned up everything. They cleaned maybe. everything up. Same as what the Chinese party did, uh, I think, when they were trying to get some of the Olympics. They'd spray paint the grass green to make it look like this utopia. Did you see... No, that wasn't it. That's did you see Biden's... Uh, where he stood on his, where he talked and stuff, in front of a no. fucking gate. Fence. Oh, really? Fucking go down, go down where the drug cartels are out there and open it up. But I'm gonna tell you what, Mexico is bad, bad, bad in Sonola right now. Really? Sonola, yeah. That that drug they they arrested uh, El Chapo's son. Saw that. And they have been just killing the shit out of people left and right over there. I can't find. Oh, it, it was this one, but I'm not gonna dig through all that. Oh, Richard Nixon, oh Tricky Dicky. Well, there, here it is. Two minutes. We can do that. Do that with our eyes closed. Mr. President, the, uh, the world has been virtually turned upside down in the three and a half years since the Berlin Wall came down. Uh, a new dynamic is emerging, and also emerging uh, is a, a new Russia as a great superpower. Yet this Russia is having trouble getting its feet on the ground, so to speak, and, and turning its uh, directions into a capitalist economy or free market economy. Uh, you have made recommendations not only in your book, but in your speeches and at your recent conference. Cancer kill him? I think I don't know. And you've also pointed out what the consequences of not helping Russia will be. Would you share with us your thoughts? Well, Russia at the present time is at a crossroads. Uh, it is often said that uh, the Cold War is over and that the West has won it. That's only half true. Uh, because what has happened is that the Communists have been defeated, uh, but the ideas of freedom now are on trial. If they don't work, there will, there will be a reversion to not communism, which has failed, but what I call a new despotism, which would pose a mortal danger uh, to the rest of the world, because it would have be infected with the virus of Russian imperialism, which of course has been a characteristic of Russian foreign policy for centuries. We begin with that. Therefore. The West has, the United States has, all those who want peace and freedom in the world, a great stake in freedom succeeding in Russia. If it succeeds, it will be an example for others to follow. It will be a for, for China, for example. Okay, we can go ahead and stop it there. What, what, what's interesting about that is what, what he's saying is, is, is the truth. We all know that. But 
Have you seen the video of Putin making the guy, one of them oligarchs, sign that piece of paper, and then the guy takes his pen and puts it away? Yeah. Even when they had more capitalism, they still were only allowed to do what— They still had a dictator. Yeah. Putin is the wealthiest man in the world. Putin? I yes. thought the Queen of England was. No. No, 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 no. The crown jewels she has is worth a lot. They're, Putin is the, is the wealthiest man in the world. Hmm. He has all of Russia. Yeah, but I think it's— a lot of that over there is pretty, pretty desolate territory, isn't it? I mean, it's not worth anything. Well, I'm not talking about the land. I'm just talking about all the things they have. Is Putin secretly the richest man in the world? Fortune magazine. He makes 140 a year. On paper. Oh, fuck. You got to subscribe. Yeah, I, I think he is the wealthiest man in the world. Right. I mean... Fortune magazine wrote an article about it, so obviously there's something there to to uh there it is. No. It says he's worth seventy five billion dollars on one of them. Now he's not as much worth, but seventy billion right seventy there. billion dollars. It's a lot of money. And I mean he was just a mobster, wasn't he, basically? Tough guy. But, I mean, you understand that when he walks into a room. Yes. But, anyways, I saw him do them oligarchs that way, and he said, you are going to do this. These people are going to go back to work, and you're going to sign it. If you don't sign it, then you're going to be fucking out of business, basically, and kind of ended that stuff. And that that doesn't happen in a capital society, capitalist society. Right. So they still, even when they were capitalism, they had a lot of communism going on, too. Um, Nixon, they said McGregor almost got killed, killed for that. Why? Putting his arm around him. Like, if you watch the video from different angles, like, Putin's guys were getting ready. McGregor got scared. I think it'll show it here. But, yeah, McGregor, like, he he puts his arm around him just to do that pose, and then, like, Putin's guys, they try to come in pretty quick. Was Putin upset about it? No. Putin doesn't get upset about anything, though. So here. Fast forward to the end. Okay, we got a little handshake. And here's our picture. And now, whoop, whoop, whoop. Did you get your arm off of him? Okay. Yeah, let me. He, he caught it. He's a tough guy, but he ain't that tough. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll move my arm for you, Mr. Putin. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, what's this guy supposed to do? He's a fucking, he's a, he's a UFC fighter. Yeah. He's not the most intelligent in the world. Like, you know, I mean, and he's a, he's a very, very savvy businessman. I'm not taking anything away from Conor McGregor. He's very sharp in that regard. He does not know the ways of the world. You got to know your room. And, 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 you know, I mean, he just, you know, Putin's a fan and, you know, he wanted a picture, but evidently you're not supposed to put your arm around. No, Putin was great, like boy. <laughs> okay. <He> fucking, <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Let me just, I'll keep my hands to myself and <clears throat> put my hands, put my hands up. But I mean, you know. What do you expect out of Conor McGregor? It's going to be interesting to see what happens when this all falls. It's going to be a vacuum. It's going to be a power struggle for sure. Is the next regime in in, in Russia going to, are they going to stick with the Ukraine war? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, it's going to happen. You mean the Democratic and um, Rhino uh, money laundering war? Yeah, that one. That's, That's what it is. We all know that too. That's how dumb we are. We're the dumbest people in the world are American citizens. We are sheep. All right, we got to get out of here. They just rang the dinner bell. All right, God bless y'all. Have a great week. Thank you very much.
Go check out our sponsors, like we said at the top of the episode. Go check out Pacific Calls. Check out Boss Shot Shells, Dive Bomb Industries, Time to Get Skinny, Mossberg, Gundog Outdoors, Shin Gear Waders, Lucky Duck, Looking Glass Podcast, Hunt Proof App, Alpha Outdoor Specialties, Bangtail Whiskey, Stanford Hunting Outfitters, Dirty Duck Coffee, Ducks Unlimited, and Double T British Kills. <laughs>